Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Crowder trying to get him out of space, slips a tackle, and there he goes! Crowder! It's a foot race, and Crowder is in there! A 69-yard touchdown. He'll hit immediately. He got the handoff. You know what's the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to talk about some of the film around the New York Jets. And for that, we bring in our man who does the film for our YouTube channel, the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel, and also is the co-host of Play Like a Jet Live over on U Stadium Wednesday nights with Clayton Smarslock, the Thunder from Down Under, Mr. Luke Grant. Luke, what's going on, buddy? Not too much. I'm going well. Looking forward to uh, to Jets football being back on. To be honest, the you know sad part of me missed waking up and watching them lose last week. So looking forward to getting back into routine. <laughs> well, at least you didn't have to wake up and then sit in a traffic jam that felt like a parking lot, wait an hour to get into the stadium, then go in, watch them lose, spend $100 on concessions, get back in the car, sit in another big time traffic jam, and then basically end up realizing that you spent your entire day based around watching the Jets lose. So at least that is a silver lining for you, even though you do have to wake up extra early. But I do think, Luke, that the post-buy part of this season has some promising potential. I'm not saying the Jets are going to win a ton of games. I still think they're probably going to be a five-win team. But I think that we have an opportunity to see some of the younger players play better, learn from some of the earlier mistakes, and build on some of the positive things that they've done in the first five games. And I want to start with Elijah Vera Tucker because he's somebody that has garnered a ton of praise, not only 
in league circles, not only from analysts nationwide and locally, but also you really have been praising him a lot on our YouTube channel. You've made a couple of videos. You just put one out showing how Elijah Vera Tucker dominated the Atlanta Falcons and specifically Grady Jarrett, which is incredibly impressive for a guy in only his fifth start in the NFL. Talk me through Elijah Vera Tucker's performance against the Atlanta Falcons and the video that you have up on our YouTube channel. Yeah, for sure. I want to start with the pass pro stuff because we've already seen that Elijah Vera Tucker can be a plus, you know, run game blocker, but he's really starting to put it together as a pass blocker. I mentioned on the show last week, more than 80 snaps consecutively where he hasn't allowed a pressure, which is just phenomenal for, you know, a player of any level, never mind a rookie who's only been in the NFL for five games. So a few things stood out to me in the past game, Scott. There was a rep one-on-one against Grady Jarrett lined up at the two tech head over the guard. And Grady Jarrett did a great job off the snap. He defeated the hands and was in a fantastic position. But Elijah Veritaka is so athletic. It was his ability to reestablish his feet. What I mean by that, guys, is not just lose off the snap and then try and reach and get off balance. The way he's able to restabilize, remobilize, get his face back underneath him, and then get the tight hands. He was so good at that. His recovery skills were phenomenal. And that's what you need against these, you know, premier linemen because you're not always going to beat them off the snap. You need to, you know, have a plan B, have a plan C. And seeing that formulate and come together was fantastic. And there were numerous times where he was able to kind of push him around the ring, recover and use his base. That was fantastic. And then outside of that, I was really impressed with how he played in the stunt game because If you take your mind back to the New England game, to Carolina in week one, the Jets struggled mightily picking up twists and stunts and all of those kind of things. And it's coming a good time because New England is going to throw plenty at them again this week. But Elijah Veritaka was an issue and he was probably the primary issue along with Connor McGovern in that regard. But he's come along with leaps and bounds. There was a rep where they had a, a linebacker loop. The middle linebacker came on a stunt late. Elijah Veritaka had the vision to pass off the three tech to Connor McGovern and then pick him up and drop the anchor. That was a huge development and step forward for him because I don't think he can't pick up a stun, but it was nice to see him kind of catch up to the speed of the game in the NFL, become better with understanding his protection, who his man is, because there was a couple of busts early, as I mentioned. So all in all, though, Elijah Veritaka was just a stonewall. He was good in the play action passing game. He's able to sell that. But look, the passing stuff was night and day compared to what we saw earlier in the season. And that was what probably pleased me most, Scott. I'm sure we'll get into the run game stuff too. But yeah, the pass protecting, huge step forward. And it's huge for the Jets and the development of Zach Wilson. But as you said, Luke, the run blocking has just been superb. He's one of the most athletic guards I think I've ever seen. And it's no surprise because he played tackle in college. And we all knew that he had that athleticism last year when he played on the left side of the line, protecting the blind spot at USC. But man, there were so many occasions where he was pulling and they were doing these, you know, kind of unorthodox things with him. And it was fantastic in the red zone to set up a first down for Ty Johnson came pulling across the formation, had a kick out block on Dante Fowler and he opened and I'm not being hyperbolic here, a five-yard lane. Then it's third and short. What do the Jets want to do? They want to run behind Elijah Vera Tucker, but they don't just want to run it down the middle. So Matt LaFleur again pulls him across the formation. He seal blocks uh, Grady Jarrett, traps him to the inside, and you get the first down. He's the guy that they're basing these important running downs around, and he's played five games in the NFL, Scott. It's fantastic to see. Then there were other instances where it was used on pin and pulls, 
Uh, he climbed to the second level on an outside zone where he checked uh, the double team with George Fant, climbed to number 46, the linebacker, sealed him to the inside. It's not just the fact that he you know, does his responsibility, it's how well he does it and the lanes he's opening up because this is extraordinary. And once Mackay Becton gets back, I have no idea how teams are going to stop the Jets running left. The running backs are going to have a so much easier job. And I just can't wait to see those two together because AVT right now, look, I think he's a top 10 guard in the NFL. And that might sound crazy considering he's been in the NFL for just over a month, but the running game is just spectacular. And as I said, that pass, that pass pro is catching up too. Luke, I don't know about the Pro Bowl or anything like that, but he sure seems like he's headed for the all-rookie team, doesn't he? He does. I mean, you look at, I'll use an example, Quinn Miners, the guy that I loved uh, coming out of uh, Whitewater, third round pick, the Broncos took him. When he's been in the game so far this year for a couple of instances for the Broncos, you know, he's quite struggled. And and that's just not surprising. That's what you get from rookies. To see a guy dominate, and look, dominate's not you know, exaggerating here. He had a PFF grade of 94 last week against one of the best interior defensive linemen in the NFL. That's that's Pro Bowl caliber play. I agree with you. He's not going to make it because of the Jet situation and you know not having enough eyeballs on him. But I think he definitely is going to be the All Pro at the left guard spot. And uh, it's just phenomenal to see another draft pick working out because I think this class has a chance to be really special. Another member of that class, of course, is the quarterback Zach Wilson. And when we watched him against the Atlanta Falcons, it was very disappointing because we didn't see a ton of those big plays that we saw against the Titans at home the week before, and he seemed to be missing a lot of the easy throws. And he has said himself that a lot of that he believes is mental and that he's aiming and thinking too much and needs to just let it rip, and that when he does that, he'll have more success because that's what he did at BYU, and this was never a problem for him. You went back and watched the tape, and while you weren't super impressed with what Wilson did in that game against the Falcons, you also think that there were more bright spots than people realize. Look, this, the short to intermediate accuracy stuff is just mind-blowing to me because you see him make all of the throws. He hits a slant early in the game. He hits Jamison Crowder rolling out in a broken uh, broken play after a bad snap from Connor McGovern. He hit Jamison Crowder on an out from the slot. He's rolling. Then he starts missing the bubble screen, which was Morgan Moses' fault, but that's okay. He misses the smoke screen with that just egregious miss. That's what's confusing is the misses are so bad that they have to be mental because there's no way Zach Wilson isn't in a good enough position to make that throw. There's nothing difficult about it. He's short-arming it. He's steering the football, as we've talked about, as Tim's talked about on this show as well. He just needs to be find a way to be more confident, just let that ball fly on the intermediate and short level because I went back at BYU and he was doing it all over the field. So hopefully, you know, his meeting with John Beck does reset him mentally, but you know, what I saw on tape was some misses deep, a lot of struggles off play action. Through the season now, one touchdown off play action, five interceptions. Something I'll say about play action, Scott, that I think a lot of people don't think about is when you snap the ball as a rookie quarterback, you see a pitcher. And then if, let's say, New England are playing very multiple and they're you know, rotating late from cover one to cover two, you turn around, it's two and a half seconds later, two seconds later, by the time you you know take your five steps, fake the handoff, the picture can be completely different. And you have to then think on the spot, find your read, get to your keys. That's a lot for someone to process. There were some instances against Denver, sorry, against Denver, against Atlanta when that happened. But then the interception, he actually saw the, the rotation to cover two coming and still threw the interception. So look, I understand the Jets offense is play action heavy and you want these deep balls. 
But Mike LaFleur has to understand that Zach Wilson's struggling in this area right now. Where he's doing well is when he's able to drop back his three or five steps and throw to the intermediate part of the field like that. There's a dagger concept, Scott. So if, if people aren't familiar with a dagger, all it is effectively is you're going to get from the inside a clear out, be it a post or be it a nine route. And then you're going to get an 18 to 15 to 18 yard dig in behind it. And you're trying to hit that dig after you clear out the safety in the linebacker. He hit that twice. Once the Denzel Mims who wrapped around the linebacker and once to Corey Davis in the red zone when Corey had that fantastic catch. He looked great on those concepts. It's so much simpler for him. And while play action is important and he needs to get it right, right now I want to see the focus more around that drop back game because he's looked really good and he was really accurate in that part of the field. So I'm hoping to see some changes, but look, I don't think it was as bad as I originally thought. There were some more positives there than maybe initially I had realized, but Zach Wilson needs to be better. And this is going to be a great test because playing in New England is hard. There are multiple defense. It's a tough and loud place to play. It's his second chance to play against them, though. So I'm excited to see his development and what the bye week's done for him. Luke, I hate beating a dead horse, but I'm going to anyway. Is it me or when you watched the film, did it really stand out to you just how much Denzel Mims could help not just the Jets offense, but the development of Zach Wilson? Because a couple of the biggest plays in the game, including the biggest gain for Zach Wilson in the air, came from Denzel Mims. We need to see more of that going forward. I know you and I have both said this many times and so have many other people, but when you watch that Atlanta film, I really think it stands out like a sore thumb. Here's what I don't understand, Scott. Everyone talks about the best friend for a receiver being a tight end. Effectively, I think the best friend for a a young quarterback is someone who either gets open quickly or can make contested catches. Denzel Mims is a guy you can put at the X spot. You can say, line up against this guy. If he's not quite open, I'll throw it up. And I think Denzel Mims can make a catch. We saw that a ton in his rookie season. There were three or four catches like that against Kansas City, against the Chargers. But in conjunction with that, this offense is so predicated around crossing routes and around dig concepts and around slants. And he does those things so well. I don't want to hear that he's not a route runner. The way he wrapped around the uh, the linebacker and was patient, found the soft spot in the zone, it was perfect. And Denzel Mims can do that at a high level. So why are we not seeing him on the field? It's just stubbornness. I'm sure there's something else going on. Let's not get into that. But you're right. And then you know, on top of all of that, He's also a great blocking wide receiver and the Jets lead a running game and the tight ends have been doing a terrible job. So why are we not seeing 11 personnel with a mixture of Corey Davis, Denzel Mims, Elijah Moore and Jamison Crowder? That's the Jets best formation. I think Denzel Mims is in their top three or four playmakers. Just get him on the field, please. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Speaking of top playmakers, let's go to one of the top defensive playmakers, Bryce Hall. And you and I have talked about him before, but you made a video of him, and it's up right now on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Should say, as I said before, that there's also a brand new one of Elijah Vera Tucker and of Zach Wilson. So all of them are there. Watch the videos. Subscribe if you haven't already. But in your Bryce Hall video, you showed how he is really turning into a legitimate number one level cornerback. Now, I don't know that I would go as far as to say all pro or pro bowl level cornerback, but maybe that level right below, which is still an incredible feat for somebody who had that injury in college, who only played seven games last year as a rookie, and who was a fifth round pick out of the University of Virginia. To get that kind of value in that spot is phenomenal. And I had said after talking to a bunch of people afterwards about what Bryce Hall is like as a human being, his work habits, his character, all that, on top of watching his UVA film, that you'd be a fool to bid against Bryce Hall. Looks like I was right. If you were going to bet either direction when it came to Bryce Hall, you should have bet on him because you'd have won some money. Yeah, he was the 56th player on my board, and that was kind of taking into consideration the injuries and the ankle injury at UVA. But, man, this guy's played 12 games. He may as well be a rookie, and he's playing at such a high level. Scott, I knew he could play in cover two. I knew he could play in cover three with his butt to the sideline and his eyes in the backfield. I did not expect Bryce Hall to be this good in man coverage. Think back to week one against Robbie Anderson. He just shadowed him, and I thought that was a bad matchup. I honestly thought they may have put Javelin Guidry on the boundary and let him run with Robbie Anderson. They said, no, Bryce Hall's got this, and he did all game long other than that cover two beater where he beat the safety. He just shut down and negated Robbie Anderson as a factor in the game. Then now talking more specifically about the video I made in the last two weeks, he shut down a double move on the sideline where he was patient in space. He didn't just bite on the little fake curl. He was able to read and react to the hips of the wide receiver because you don't look at the head of the receiver because it's so easy to head fake. You watch the hips. It's the easiest landmark to identify a double move. And he sat all over it. He blanketed up the sideline. He is all over slants with his trail arm in man coverage in the red zone on double moves. There were so many instances where I thought, I didn't know if this was going to be a weakness for Bryce Hall because he's not a plus athlete. And that's okay. The system doesn't ask him to be that much. But I've been so pleasantly surprised by that. He had a nice pass breakup against the Titans in man. Uh, The receiver got an outside release, went for the pylon. Bryce Hall gets his head around and again, uses the hands of the receiver as a checkpoint to know when to play with that outside hand broke up the pass, just so many great examples. And that's been most pleasing to me. And then on top of that, we've seen him as a blitzer, Scott. 
I know this offense traditionally blitzes more of the middle linebackers and the slot corner, but against Tennessee, he had two quarterback hits and really nice job on delayed blitzes. Came around the corner, had some nice speed, had some nice bend. His timing was good. He's not a corner where you have to worry about, ah, he got in the backfield, but he didn't wrap up. He's a fantastic tappler, tackler. Sorry, He took Ryan Tannehill down, so that was pleasing. His run defense is great. And then going back to the zone stuff, Look, he's going to have an interception in the next couple of weeks. Maybe it comes this week. The Jets still don't have a pick through five weeks, but he got so close in zone coverage twice against the Falcons. I'll talk you through both of them. The first one was just before halftime. He's playing cover four on the outside. So what that means is his responsibility is a deep quarter, the outside portion of the field. He makes sure no one goes deep. He realized the slot receiver wasn't entering his zone. So he then turned his head and broke on the football, saw him, uh, Matt Ryan, trying to hit the little out route to the receiver and got two hands on the ball and nearly brought it down. And then probably the best play of the game and his best play of the season. And that sounds crazy because it was a completion was when Hayden Hurst had a first down on third and short late in the third quarter. And he was in cover two. He checked a little hitch, made sure that they couldn't find that little quick route for a first down. He then let his middle linebacker come across and cover that zone and handed it off. And then he broke on the football, dived with two hands to the left-hand side of the Jets' defensive formation and got so close to picking it off. But it's instincts, it's vision, it's feel. Even though he didn't quite finish the play, those things are there. That's not a surprise. But as I mentioned off the top, the man coverage skills, the makeup speed, that's been really surprising. And look, Bryce Hall's a CB1 right now. I feel pretty confident in saying that. Luke, when you look at Bryce Hall on tape, does it stand out to you not only how well he's played in this system so far, but how adaptable he seems to be to pretty much any type of system? You can do anything with him. I mentioned cover two. Obviously, this is a cover three heavy scheme, and he's doing a great job uh, playing that deep third. Uh, in that kind of bail technique that we've seen Richard Sherman play for years. He has that similar physique and athleticism. May not be quite the athlete that Richard Sherman was in his prime, but he can fit into that. He played some really nice quarters. If you want him to to take on a shiftier receiver, we actually saw that against Tennessee because they had a lot of smaller guys with AJ Brown and, uh, and Julio Jones out. But then take it a couple of weeks back, you see him take on Cortland Sutton, who's a big body possession receiver coming off the best game of his career. He was a non-factor in the game. You didn't hear Cortland Sutton's name called. And then I mentioned week one, Robbie Anderson, a burner on the outside. He's just been able to cover so many different wide receivers in so many different techniques and coverages. That's what's impressive because they've asked a lot of him and he's really answered the bell so far this year. He's a versatile, reliable player. He's a great tackler, which is important in zone. So yeah, I agree. He's been a versatile chess piece and I'm pretty sure Jeff Oldbrick and Robert Sala feel like they can do anything and ask anything of Bryce Hall. A heck of a weapon to have on defense, no question about it, and an unexpected one. We all thought that Bryce Hall had potential and could be a solid corner, but he's exceeded most of our expectations, including myself and you, Luke, and you've got that great video up showing exactly why, including some all-22 footage, plus you've got the video of Elijah Vera Tucker and Zach Wilson. All of that is on our YouTube channel. Luke Grant doing the film over on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel for us, including those three videos. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking it down with me. Really appreciate it. 
We've got those videos on the YouTube channel. We've also got shirts in the Play Like a Jet store with the artwork done by your significant other, Alex. You can check out all of her artwork on Instagram at underscore can I be frank. We've got the Zach Wilson, Zach says go long shirt with him pointing downfield to Corey Davis with that play from the Tennessee Titans being what we're referencing. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn Williams, bless you, thank you shirt in honor of the John Franklin Myers contract extension, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt. Plus, we're going to have more shirts coming down the line. So check out the store at tpublic, T-E-E-Public.com. Luke, talk a little bit about the shirts because obviously you know the designer pretty well since you live with her. And talk about what we've got up on the YouTube channel and what's coming in the coming days and weeks. The shirts are awesome. Phone cases, stickers. Highly recommend people who like doing that. Chuck a sticker on your laptop. Support the brand. Support Alex. She's done a phenomenal job with the designs. So make sure you're you're supporting us. Get over to T Public and do that now. You can find the link on Scott and myself's uh, Twitter page as well. So make sure you head over there. And then for the YouTube, as you mentioned, we've got the three videos up that I just talked about today. Another one possibly coming up in the next couple of days about some of the Jets coaching decisions was disappointed with Jeff Ulbricht's performance against Atlanta. Some of the unique looks he went to where he ended up putting linemen in coverage and that led to two touchdowns. Disappointed with some of the heavy play action. And even though it's part of LaFleur's offense, how he's been able to get away from it. So keep an eye out for that. And then we'll have a prediction video as well and a keys to the game. I'll be back later in the week to talk with uh, with you about those, Scott, and we'll also touch on those on the YouTube channel. So make sure you're checking it out. Make sure you're supporting us. I know we've got some new and fresh content coming, uh, so keep an eye on that and uh, make sure you're supporting the YouTube channel. Make sure you're watching all the videos on YouTube and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, putting up some great videos regularly. Plus, check out our store with all the shirts and paraphernalia at tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. doesn't take you much time. doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcast, and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com. 